You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of the Attacking Scrum podcast. We are going to be previewing the Welsh regions across the course of this week as we head towards the start of the Pro, what is now the Pro 14 season, Dan. Of course. Pro 14. This is it. it takes, uh, it's going to take a bit of a while. Get used to that, I think. So, I mean, you know, been used to calling it the Pro 12 for the last however long, seven or eight years. Yeah, it sure is, isn't it? I can't believe that we're, uh, we're here now with uh, two South African sides in the league. But two South African sides, conferences, all of this kind of stuff to, to come. I've no doubt it's going to be confusing me throughout the, uh, the course of the season, so I'm going to need you to brush up on exactly how the, the league rules work. Well, um, I'll definitely still be calling the Pro 12. You know, yeah. That's a, that's a given, isn't it? That's it. Well, bearing in mind we spent large chunks of last year referring to the Parker Penn <laughs> Shield and the Heineken Cup, um, which I'm happy to stick to, yeah. by the way. So, uh, yeah, it will probably remain the, uh, the remain the Pro 12, I think, <laughs> just for the sake of ease. Uh, right then, moving on to um, moving on to the the Cardiff Blues, which is what we're going to preview on this episode. Uh, really interesting time for the Blues, I think. Um, I'm going to start though, Dan, by asking, in particular, Danny Wilson. Is he under pressure now? Yeah, he, I think it's pressure that um, he'll be putting himself under pressure then as opposed to pressure coming on him. Yeah. Um, because he's been there now for a couple of seasons, isn't he? And, and hasn't really delivered in terms of results then. Um, there has been a number of issues, isn't there, both you know, on and off the pitch. Um, and at the moment, obviously, there's a lot of issues off the, you know, off the pitch, which, you know, it 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 it, it never helps, does it? Um, I mean, the, the Blues at the moment are in uh, financially in a very very um, sort of shaky place, aren't they? Um, yeah. And that's shown with with sort of uh, you know the, the the lack of signings and the release of you know the release of, of Franco van der Merwe. 
Um, yeah, I mean that's a, that's a really interesting one, isn't it? Because it is. Obviously, we kind of we'd said towards the end of last season that um, some recruits were going to be, you know, were going to be necessary for their Blues, and we kind of said in particular, uh, you know, in particular in the tight five, and he was someone we kind of looked at and thought, right, well, that might make a difference. What's gone on there then? Well, it's as simple as the the Blues have. You know, Peter Thomas has said that he um, no longer wishes to back them or, or can't, you know, can't mm. keep going, can't keep pumping money in. Um, you know, you, I think he was hoping that he could have uh, handed over the keys to the, you know, keys to the uh, WIU on the on, on July the 1st and that hasn't, that obviously didn't happen. Um, he said that he's publicly stated, isn't he, that he wants to focus on the ground development um, and the Blues, without that private benefactor money, are in are in a right old pickle. So what they've done, they've had to cut, you know, cut uh, cut staff. And he's the he's the first one. So mm. it's interesting that when you when you release a player, somebody else has to take on that player under the terms of of, of what they've been agreed or or increase. You know, you, you can't sort of drop the amount. You've got to you've got to either increase it. So. Damien Welsh, I don't think anybody else want, you know, he was a harder person then to mm. probably offload because out of the two, you'd probably keep, you, you, well, I would have thought that you'd keep Franco van der Merwe over Damien Welsh, but, you know, he was an easier person to release then because a number of clubs wanted him and obviously he, he, he was picked up quickly. But it's a, he'll be a, he's, he would have been a real asset to the Blues and, mm. you know, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of pressure now coming through on that on the on the on the second rows. I mean, Seb Davis is really going to have to step up, isn't he? And if he picks up an injury, he's a young boy, isn't he? You know. Do you still think that's the area of concern then, the tight five? Yeah, tight five still for me. Yeah, and um, they couldn't. You know, they can't do anything. I suppose they can't do anything about it because they don't have the funding, do they? I mean, they went. They, yeah. they obviously put a, you know, put a bid in for Halfpenny, probably thinking that. If well, he's not going to do much in the front five, is he? Well, no, but I mean, in terms of recruitment-wise, I suppose they were thinking that if they get him, you know, they get a couple of bums on seats. But it it would have looked odd, wouldn't it? Releasing, you know, releasing Franco van der Merwe, who they actually need. Yeah. Then replacing it with Halfpenny. It's all. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a, di- it's a different scenario. Yeah. Um, because you've got you'd have had the union picking up some of that tab as well, and like you say, there is the element of. Of getting people through the turnstiles that that Halfpenny would would kind of bring to that, but just to keep it on the pitch, then yeah, like you say, it's kind of if you look at their options, but I think particularly at lock, you know, you've got kind of Macaulay Cook, who's a converted back rower. You've got James Down again, who's a player who's kind of been around for a bit. George Earl, who's been there for a um, been there for a couple of seasons now, and Damien Welsh, you've said, who's who comes in, and then um, Turnbull does a bit in the second row as well. So I don't know, it just still feels a little bit lightweight to me. Yeah, um, it is, yeah. I, th- I think you're right. I think Seb Davis is is going to be an interesting. Um, you know, it's kind of almost like there's there's a, a huge amount of expectation. Yeah, um, I mean, kind of re- yeah. Re- resting on not just him, but players like that. You know, players kind of coming through the ranks. Um, but I mean, that's kind of the the dream scenario if they're able to step up to the mark, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's also exciting, isn't it, that we're going to see, you know, a, a young Welsh second row in yeah. Seb Davis playing hopefully a lot more games. If he can stay injury free, and you know, second row is one of those one of those positions. Well, I suppose like all positions now, you you you've got to you've got to bed in, haven't you? You got to get involved, get in amongst it, and and he'll each game he plays, he'll pick up 
improve and learn and um, he'll pick up all of the dark arts when he's playing some of these top sides because he, he hasn't been exposed to it has he so far and he, you know he did, he did alright for Wales didn't he on the yeah, he did tour, on the so. summer tour. It's really interesting one, the kind of money versus, you know, the kind of bringing in the signings versus bringing through the young talent. Because I would say that some of the Scarlets did incredibly well last year and this is why they were able to, to win the title. Is they unearthed players that, you know, we'd kind of not really heard of, um, you know, and it was that kind of depth. They They kind of, they really kicked on. If you remember, they started the season appallingly last year. You know, mm. Pivot was under a lot of pressure. And then they were they kind of hit a um scratch scraped together a few wins. And it was almost in the absence of the of the big stars that players like like Will Boyd and Ryan Elias kind of came to yeah. the fore. And all of a sudden you looked at the Scots and went, hang on, there's a bit of depth here. And then, you know, Ty Byrne and um uh, and Rawlins in the second row, they got an opportunity. He went well, didn't he? Yeah, that, you know, that so it's kind of it's an interesting one because your gut always tells you where well, you need players with experience alongside you know some of the the bright young talents. But I don't know. I, I guess that, you know Scarlets are able to show that with you know they it was it wasn't big flagship yeah, players that, that made the difference to them. It wasn't like they went out and signed yeah. you know a, a massive second row like a you know a real big South African bruiser who's got 75 Springbok caps or anything like that it was kind of you know it was, Byrne, you know, Byrne was released wasn't he I mean, yeah. he was, and he was you know he's a, he's a chap now that almost you know all the sides would want and he was a guy that he couldn't he couldn't hold down a place they, they, they let him go so yeah you're right they the Scarlets from they're very very astute in terms of their management aren't they and the way they they brought they brought the best out of people. They really got the most out of mm. everyone, and that's a huge amount of, uh, of credit has got to go to to Pivac, Stephen Jones, and and Byron there, isn't it? And I suppose all the other guys as well. Um, well, and yeah, within the scouting setup as well, yeah, you know, scout, to yeah. to identify that talent within the region, you know, within their kind of catching area, and then also those those players like um, like Byrne. Who they just went, yeah, he, this guy's got all the right assets and the it, right yeah. coaching. We can make him, you know, he can be a real asset to us. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've they've done they've done very very well. We just haven't seen that at the other at the other regions, have we, at the moment? But it'll be, um, yeah, said Davis. It, it's it's an exciting it's an exciting period for Cardiff, isn't it? Well, well that's that's yeah. the way well, that's the way you've got to look at it because financially they're in an absolute pickle, and the players will know that. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's look at it with a, a more kind of um, optimistic lens. We kind of said that the front five could be the area that um, that they find difficult. What do you think is is kind of the, the positives? What can Cardiff Blues fans look forward to um, this year? The back the backs are very exciting, mm. aren't they? And uh, you know, I think young you know Thomas Williams there. He's uh, he's really one, exciting player, isn't he? I think he'll have a cracking season this year. Um, with Lloyd there as well, Lloyd will be, a, I think, will mentor him well. Um, he seemed to have a, a I, bit of a tough year last year, but he I, did I felt get like he recovered better. his form at the end of the at yeah. the end of the season because he had a real bad time of it, kind of the start of last season. I thought Lloyd Williams and his, you know, his kicking game looked really quite poor at that point, um, which you know again was something of a reliable part of his game for, um, yeah, when he was playing well, his kicking game was good. And yeah, it was good to see him kind of kind of get back to um, get back to playing well. But 
yeah, I, I agree. I think it's, it's got to be the backs, and you know, playing on that, uh, you know, playing on the um, on the four G pitch, and some of those um, some of those exciting talents that they've that they've got in the back line. I thought Anscombe had his um, had some real strong points um, last season, and it, it's very difficult, you know, if you if you haven't got a, a dominant pack, but. I thought you started to see some of his class actually, and I've always, you know I've always been a little bit critical just because I thought, um, you know I wasn't a big fan of the way he's kind of bought in and fast tracked through the Welsh system. But there's no doubt that underneath it he is a you know he is a classy player, and he can you know he can um, yeah. he can show uh, what he's capable of. Well, some, yeah. of the most, some of the most exciting games involved involved the Blues, didn't they? I mean they scored masses of tries, but then they also they also conceded loads. But yeah. it was it was it was exciting watching them. So. Yeah, I mean the backs for me, you know, with whether whether it be Lloyd or or Thomas Williams teaming up with Gareth Anscombe, um, good bit of good bit of hype regarding Jared Evans. You know, people are talking about him being quite a, quite a, quite exciting. Yeah, I think really exciting prospect, isn't he? And again, it'd be great to um, it'd be great to see him get plenty of game time. Obviously, he's had um, you know he's had a, a bit of misfortune with with injury last season, and it'd be great to you know to see him kind of stay fit and. Um, yeah, and start to kind of really develop and get plenty of game time. That's you know, that's what you want to see with the young players, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You just need them to get a have a have a have a run of a run of games. Um and then if we come in yeah, come into the centres, you know, we've got the uh an exciting the exciting pairing of them. We have uh Halaholo and, and Ray Lilo. I mean it didn't it didn't quite work, did it? It worked in patches last. To, last to start year, with, I don't think it did. Yeah. I thought you saw again. Yeah. I thought you saw um, better. Uh, I thought you saw more kind of um, more glimpses of it. You know, particularly that game against Ulster away yeah. last season. I thought you you got to see kind of the their two incredibly well, talented do. players. And, yeah. Um, do you yeah. think it's more difficult? You know, when you've got two guys that are so they're very very obviously they're great players really mm. talented but they're, they're they're different in what they do that they're almost I, I suppose put it to put it simply they're almost running in different directions mm. and uh, when it clicked it was you, you, you couldn't def- it was undefendable wasn't it you couldn't you couldn't stop it if they can if they can work if they can I think they're going to need another season mm. but that's something that when that clicks, it's going to be really dangerous, isn't it? And then, you know, young, you know, well, so he's not that young now, is he? But, you know, Jack Roberts come in as well. Yeah, well, he's, so he's, he's totally this player who's been around for a for number of years. He's not actually that young, but that's an interesting recruit. I know Leicester fans thought thought very highly yeah. of him. He put in some really he's good well performances regarded, last, um, last season. That, you know, that's probably a, a, good, um, a good recruit. Yeah, for me, you know, I think I think the exciting thing is is some of the some of the young talent, and if they're able to do it, you know, I I think Azarati and Domachevsky or Domachevsky got um got some game time last season. It was tough, but again, they're players who've, who've definitely got some some raw ability. So you know, if they're able to, you know, if they're able to kick on, and it's tough as props, you know, it's you learn you learn um, the most when you're kind of getting pummeled because. Yeah. Yeah, that's the. That, you well, know, they have you, to have games. You don't have a prop. You don't have a prop you, who reaches his peak at twenty-one. Yeah. Really, it's you know you yeah. you but have to get that game time and that experience. You have to be turned inside out. You have mm. to go through the yeah, go through the motion, be a bloody hell. That was a bit, I was in a game there, so they they've got to be exposed to it, haven't they? So yeah, they the Blues have got some really exciting young guys, haven't they? 
Yeah, I think Reen Williams is another one. We've, you know, we've mentioned him a few times. He's a, a, an exciting player to watch. And the, just finally to um, to finish on kind of um, players to watch, if there is anything to be read into pre-season, um, then Alan Summerhill will be a definite a definite boost for the Blues because he's had a, an absolute sensational um, pre-season. He's been running in tries left, right and centre. So it'd be good to see him. I mean, again, I, I thought he showed glimpses last season um, it was a try I think it might have been against Zebra um, when he stood, which, yeah he just stood up his man completely and, yeah. um, and again it'd be, it'd be nice to see him uh, him develop and, and get plenty of tries um, this term as well yeah he's, uh, he's a sharp looking player and he could hack it on him as well um, which is the most important thing absolutely, absolutely yeah he's got a good lid um, yeah he's, 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 he's one to watch the Blues I'm looking forward to seeing them actually seeing how they, seeing how they get on Arguably, though, the the most important recruit has been off the pitch with Sean Edwards coming in to help when it comes to uh, when it comes to their defence. <laughs> boy, boy, was that needed? Well, I think it is, isn't it? You know, we all know yeah. that that's you know the Blues play some exciting rugby, but then they also get taken apart a bit. Like you said, a lot of the most exciting games are because of that. And do you see Edwards making a big difference to them? Yeah. Oh yeah, he'll make you. will definitely make a difference, and it's good. I mean, it's encouraging, isn't it, that that's taken place? Mm. Because not only you know, so not only is that going to help the Blues, but it's also going to help Wales because the guys that he's coaching, their defence is going to be better. They're going to know the systems, and it all starts sort of linking up. But you can see where it's going, can't you? With with the Blues, in, in, I think the WIU will end up taking over the Blues, and you know in. Well, in the not too distant future, really. Well, if it, if it's viable, it, it it might well happen. Yeah, do you think I it'll mean, happen? Not in the short term, but yeah. I could see it happening. Yeah, I think I think we're not that far away. Well, yeah, we'll. I mean, we'll see. I, to bring it back to on pitch matters, though, I think the the difficulty is, and we saw this with the Dragons last year, is when there is that uncertainty off the pitch, it can definitely have an effect on it. I think it either galvanises you or it's kind of like they're looming in the looming in the background. Which way do you think that'll go for the Blues this year? Yeah, I think I think this year they'll, the the Blues. It's probably more of a hope on my part, really, that they'll be able to just put that to the back, like all the. I don't know. I'm going to call it nonsense then. You know, nonsense. Put put that to the back and just concentrate on what's going on on the pitch because they've got a. It's it's a it's a it's a bloody good squad. There's, there's, some, there's, some, there's some good there's some, there's some good players I there. think there's some good players in there I wouldn't say it's a bloody good squad I think like we said I think there is a lack of um, there's a lack of depth when it comes to the when it comes to the front five now maybe some of the young talent are going to come through and, and make it because again we probably looked at the Scarlets this time last year and said actually it's you know it doesn't look that strong on paper yeah. but in the but but, but but going forward though, I mean those those young props, you know, um, you know Kieran Azarati, what's his uh, Domachowski, you know the, these guys, they they they're gonna have to be played. If they can bed in, there are gonna be some losses. But in the few, you know years to come, that's really gonna pay off, isn't it? Mm. To have those young guys that are there, no, I agree. The don't have to pay to get in because invariably you've got to pay big money to get in yeah to get in key positions like that the top props I mean they can command whatever they want can't they because you just can't well for the very reason that you have you have you know to play the youngsters you're going to lose you know if if you're putting them in all the time you're going to get losses aren't you so I think they've I think they've got a good squad 
Um, certainly, if you compare the squad to like, the Dragons, for instance. Um, yeah, there's, there's but more again, like, I think you're looking at this. You, you know, if you're looking at squads and going, oh, well, they've got a better squad than the Dragons, it's not. That's not to say Welsh, they're a strong, strong, yeah, strong, no. strong squad. If you compare it to Leinster, well, I mean, it's, yeah, you yeah. know, you're worlds apart. Absolutely, yeah, and and, and Munster as well, and, mm. and Ulster, but yeah, it's they. I quite like. I like the look of the of of, of the Blues. I think in, in terms of their their squad. Um, they are lightweight. They're lightweight up front, but I'm hoping that it'll be a be a, a you know a good a good season for them actually. Okay. What and boy is it needed. What would be a good season for the Blues? I think you know top top five finish. Top five in the conference system or top five <laughs> yeah. in the in the overall ranking. So we're, we're saying back. we're saying going back into Europe is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's got a, they, they've, they've got the a top tier of Europe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, but it is. I, yeah, I think that it, would be a good. I think that would be a good. They'd be del- I think they'd be delighted with that. But it is so difficult, isn't it? When you just look at the second row, you know, it's such an important position and. Uh, and the front row as well. Your worries, you know. I mean, Felice. What is he? It's been well documented, isn't it, that he's got his. Is he the only player in in professional rugby to get a a, a pro contract? I think at forty, he's forty. Yeah, I mean, it's astonishing. I, the guy, I, he will become the oldest. It's brilliant. Yeah, it, it is. But it also shows that you know we haven't. You know, we. It's also worrying that we haven't got guys that can. Mm. And we we just haven't, have we? You know, we, we're going to a forty-year-old guy. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, no, I, it is. Um, I, I just don't think there's there's no other option out there. You know, if he wants to carry on playing, we know what he's capable <laughs> he's of doing. I can't see there being a massive drop off between thirty-nine and forty. Yeah. You know, I think he's probably got that other. You know, he's got that season in him. He certainly brings that experience when we're talking about having to rely on young props. It's quite um, incredible, isn't it? He's yeah, forced. it is. It is. It's um, you know, and fair play to him for yeah, for continuing to you know because it's not like he's a he's in the cold face then. Yeah, he really wing, is. You know? Yeah, well, no, he's not. I mean, <laughs> he's likes a little likes a, a little canter with yeah. the ball, but yeah, I think um, yeah, it is. It is absolutely amazing, and and you know, fair play to him for um, you know for looking after himself sufficiently to do it. I agree. Yeah, it's it's not um, an ideal scenario that they're not able to go out and recruit someone who's going to make a big difference, but it's probably a canny extension. You know, I think that's a, it, it probably is a good move to, to keep him going. Cause that's the, you know, they, it's not like they were carrying him last year. You know, I think he, oh, yeah, no, he definitely, he definitely showed that he, you know, he still has to something on, you, to offer. You'd have him. You'd, it's a, it's a, it's great that he's going to continue, yeah, isn't it? it and he'll is. help, he'll help the, you know, he'll help the, the, the young boys as well coming through, wouldn't he? Because they can, they can have a game and then he'll stay, he'll, he'll step in and it'll, It'll work quite quite nicely, but um, as we know, if you haven't, you know, tight five, it always comes down to that, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. I can I can see it being quite similar to to last season, and as much as I think they'll start well, and I think when the the weather is good, they'll they'll play well. I think when the games are a lot slower and they're playing on sluggy pitches, I think you might just see that lack of depth mm. in the front five causing um, causing problems for it's them. It, it's peculiar, isn't it? Because I know, you know Peter Thomas obviously says I'm not going to, you know, I can't, I'm not going to, I can't keep putting in the putting in the money. I'm not prepared to anyway. Um, the Blues, because they've they've got quality backs, 
you, you know, you, you can you can really see how desperate it must be. They 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 can't. They couldn't actually afford to keep you know Van der Merwe there because mm. he, he he would have. How how different would it be now if we were saying he's he's in there, he's in the hold. You know, just cementing that. that yeah, that you, you're, you're looking at it again, right? It's yeah, totally it's a couple of new, a they, couple of new instalments in the second row. You kind of go right. Well, they've um, they've strengthened in the area that we said that they need to. Yeah. It's, so yeah, you know, it does it does put a different a different you know slightly different perspective on it. Um, and that for me is that for me is the worrying thing. So, you know, I hope I hope they're able to um, to build, and I think most importantly, I hope some of those younger players are able to to step up to the mark, and that might make a massive difference. But I could see it being another tough campaign for the Blues, personally. Mm. Yeah, but we will see. Uh, off the field, though, it's a bit of an, a bit of a strange story seen this week. There's been something of a commotion about the drum that. You know, if you've ever if you've ever been to see a game at um, at Cardiff Arms Park, you'll be familiar with the uh, um, with the drum. Now, apparently, there's been some um, some feedback that's been fed to the club about the drum, and certain certain aspects of supporters aren't happy with it, um, and potentially going to be moved or or even banned. I mean, that just sounds like madness to me. I can't see what the problem with um, what the problem with it is. I missed all this. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this, yeah, this is something that's been that's been um, kind of picked up on social media over the last couple of days. It just seems mad to me, like that any set of supporters trying to create more noise. You know, it's not like I just think there's an over reliance on like pumped in music into grounds now. But this that, is from presumably this is from the Blues' own supporters. Yeah, against. Them. Yeah, well, as we know, there's no away fans anyway, is there? But um, no, but yeah, it is. That's my understanding of it. Yeah, I well, just, it, uh, yeah. I mean, there must be it must be highly annoying. There, I suppose if they're if they're yeah, but, fans. Are, yeah, I mean, if it's certain aspects, but I just don't, I don't get it. Like, it's it's not that annoying. It's just like I I, I can't no, really imagine not, what mindset not, you're in. But we're not know, there, are we? I mean, you know, if you, if you if you're right next to that 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 drum that just. Is going off I'd, all the time. You're like, how I just can can't really. I just need to please stop. Rugby stadiums, rugby stadiums are too quiet though. Like, they, like they're just too damn quiet. So I think anything you're doing to make it to make it a more, um, you know, a noisy a noisier environment. Yeah, but you don't you don't want to, yeah, but you don't want to come out with a head. I mean, if you're you don't want to come out with a headache, do you? I mean, if you're right next to that drum. It probably doesn't. It doesn't need to get. Doesn't need to be talked about, does it? On I suppose on Twitter and things like that. Surely you can just have a conversation with whoever's hitting the bloody drum and saying, "Any chance of uh, calming that, calming that down a bit?" Oh, I, don't, I don't know. Or I just, replacing it with a tambourine. I just, I just don't think it's. I just don't think it's an issue. Like the fact that it's, um, the fact that it's even got to this stage. I just, I, I can't, I can't understand it at all. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just me. It's a. Uh, it's things like that. I just the my, the bigger concern for me, rather than some dick who's got a headache because he stood next to the drum, is that grounds are just getting quieter and quieter and quieter. You know, we we're struggling to get people to go to games, and that's going to have a knock on effect on the. Um, are you are you the drummer? No, I'm not. I'm not the drummer. <laughs> but I don't know. I just uh, for me, I, I I just don't get it. Um, I don't get it that you yeah. know. There's, but we're not there. I don't think it matters, but you know, you've both been to see games there, and 
Yeah, but there are certain things that wind, there's certain things that is very annoying. Certain things that are very annoying. It's like the pumped-in music, the artificial atmosphere. That's the bit that that's the bit that winds me up. It's like it's just simply not noisy enough. You know, if you um, if you draw a parallel with the, um, I used to like you know, the, you know the old board whack. You know, yeah, the, the, the children sort of hands over the side or adults children yeah, yeah, whacking yeah. the boards. You know, and it's all that. That's all great, but I I don't know actually on a drum. I mean, if I was a season ticket holder and that thing was going off all the time. Because I'm pretty sure when I've been there, it's it's almost that that drum. It's not like when there's a, a, a sort of a big play. It's it's kind of it's kind of weirdly going on the whole time. Like I I would that would probably drive me a little bit mad. Like just continually going on. But hang on a minute. I can understand when it when there's like a a, a power play or something, but the whole time. Don't you think? No, I don't. I'm just like you know. The, the, I just think that any any atmosphere you can, for want of a better expression, drum up. Um, I, I'm in favour of. Like like I say, I think. If I reckon if we if, if, if I put you next if I put you next to whoever's hitting that drum, you would you be you be you be you be changing your tune there. Yeah, maybe. But then yeah, good. <laughs> um, but you know, there's there's other parts of the stadium you can go and you can go and stand. If that's the case, now I know you're right. You might have been a season ticket holder there for. For twenty years, and you want to stay in that position, let's but then why is it become, the let's Yeah, let's down. do it. All right, let's let's do that, and we'll. Um, you go next. You go next to the the drummer. All right. Yeah. Well, well I would happily. Yeah. yeah. I've got absolutely no problem with that. My my biggest problem is we'll do that, and then we'll. All right. We'll come back and report yeah. back, and yeah, let us know what you think as well on um, on uh, on Twitter. Let us know at Attack and Scrum whether you're in favour of the drum or. Uh, or not uh, be keen to, to gauge some support like Dan says of people who are, who are kind of experiencing it week in week out so do let us know on there but yeah that pretty much brings us to um, to uh, a conclusion for this part and um, coming up next uh, in the next episode we'll be previewing the Dragons Podcast Network.